0: Lockdown. Day 1846. It's the 47th of October, the 12th of never, and the head of Pert we still won't let us meet in Adam's living room. Cardboard Clara and Cardboard Amy keep disappearing for suspiciously long periods of time. Fascist Spock has started talking to the fridge and dangerous Churchill threw himself off the balcony four days ago. We're not sure how much longer we can cope. Please send chocolate. Welcome, welcome to this, this, the 346th episode of the Staggering Stories podcast. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I, yes, I am... Only out of the basement on a one-day release until you learn your lesson. Yes. Now, this (laughs) podcast is brought to you with nature in the background. Yeah. We have escaped the head of Pertwee... Freedom! ...and dashed to London... And are in Jean's flat.
1: Mm. What, what I what I did love is us driving down the motorway to the Dick Barton music.
0: <laughs> now, Adam and Jean aren't talking because oh. his car insulted her intelligence <laughs> by trying to guide us from somewhere that she knows well to her house, assuming she doesn't know the way, and also going down the wrong road. Yes. So she's insulted,
2: perturbed... <laughs> At least this time, when me and his sat nav had an argument, it didn't go re. No, no. Be quiet now. <laughs>
1: I would just like to point out this This is podcast 346. Right? Yes, We've almost been doing this for a year. I
3: think,
1: well, be <laughs> doing what been What do you mean, 365, 365. <laughs> I think we've almost been doing this for
0: a whole give, year. Give it
1: another year
4: and it will be a year. Yeah, probably.
0: Of course, so in a few episodes' time, someone could listen to one podcast a day and it would take them a year the, to finish. The,
2: the next one That's would far be the too 365th. Long. So th- if it was a leap year...
0: I think we need to stop doing this now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> OK, and without
0: further, Without ado, we present the news with El Presidente.
2: Woo-hoo! Life on Mars. Ooh. A third series on the way. Back when lockdown gave us some nice things, such as Twitter mass watch-alongs, we were treated to live commentary on the very first episode of Life on Mars by co-creator Matthew Graham. As part of that, he revealed that they were working on a third series, a final chapter. Besides being told back in April that this new series will be set within both the 1970s and 1980s timeframes of the original series, Life on Mars and Ashes to Ashes, it will also mostly be set... In an alternative now Ooh. One where coronavirus doesn't exist And we're allowed out with thing More on that later I expect we'll spend it The plan is to get back the cast Of both the original series Such as John Sim as Sam Tyler And Keely Hawes as Alex Drake Not to mention Philip Genister As Gene Hunt of mm. course And finish the story in four or five episodes mm. Graham said of this proposed series We would never make another Mars Unless we really had something to say and can push the envelope all over again. Finally, we have something. Mm. The life on Mars ashes-to-ashes watch-alongs have been continuing, who knew, despite (laughs) others having abruptly stopped. The latest one saw Graham finally name this proposed series... Lazarus. Oh, I did wonder what it was gonna be called. Mm. In response, John Sim tweeted, Right, we need to book a restaurant table. Sharpish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: intrigued. Yeah, really? I know he did they did talk about doing a second series with him and he said no. So yeah. he's obviously got to be quite on board well, to the, yeah. to do the, the this. thing
1: is with, with Life on Mars is John Sim. Was in every single scene. Mm. Yes, and he customarily only does one or two
0: seasons of anything anyway. Yeah, generally. The... But why, why Lazarus? Because you've had Life on Mars, Ashes to Ashes. Why not Fun to Funky?
2: I think that, I think <laughs> Lazarus is a is another Biblical. David Bowie.
4: It is. It, uh, is it... it one of his later works? Yeah, of oh, course. The final was album... it
2: the last one he did before he died? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. to me, it did finish. Because yeah. they went to the pub. Everything... Anyone that's seen it will know. Yeah. What that means. Yeah. Anyone that doesn't that won't was, mean anything.
4: Everything was wrapped up, finished, and completed yeah. for them, although obviously the greater threat wasn't dealt with. No, Keats okay. or Dun, whatever. Yeah. He yeah, was. Yeah. <laughs> and the
1: and we did get the sense of there was a gene hunt. There is a gene hunt and there will always be a, a gene, gene hunt. hunt. Yeah. So he continued, didn't
4: he? Yeah.
2: I have a funny story about this Gene Hunt, or rather Glenister and Sims did a spin off called Tuesday in which they both basically played Sam and Gene Hunt. Right. And some of it was filmed near where I work. Mm -hmm. There was a guy crossing the road who got (laughs) hit by a car they were filming. They came charging over and this poor person awoke to find Sam Tyler and Gene Hunt looking down (laughs) at him, (laughs) to which he said... Am I bleeping dead? (laughs) Very surreal.
0: Sandman, audio drama now available. Neil Gaiman is is known to many for his writing work on Good Omens, American Gods, Stardust, Doctor Who and so much more. But where he really first made his name was in comics most specifically DC's The Sandman. Mm -hmm. It seems like pretty much everything else he's worked on has been adapted for the screen in some fashion, but The Sandman remains on the page, with Gaiman himself once saying he'd rather see no Sandman movie made than a bad Sandman movie. Netflix is currently working to change that with a TV series, but in the meantime, Dirk Maggs has a full-cast audio adaptation to keep you entertained. Mm. Maggs has previously worked with Gaiman to adapt Neverwhere into a full-cast audio series for... for the BBC starring James McAvoy as Richard Mayhew. Now he's doing the same for The Sandman, still starring McAvoy, now as The Sandman himself, Morpheus. But this time it's for Audible rather than the BBC. Other members of the cast include Michael Sheen as Lucifer, Taron Egerton as John Constantine, Kat Dennings as Death, Mm -hmm. Andy Serkis, Riz Ahmed, B.B. Newarth and someone called Neil Gaiman. Mm. If that sounds like fun, then you can add it to your Audible library right now.
4: Heck of a cast.
0: Yeah. It yeah.
2: really is. <laughs> For years and years and years, there was a, a comic that I read, and I think it was part of the Sandman range, I yeah. think it was, and it's called A Dream of Cats, and it was all about mm-hmm. a cat that dream, went to sleep, and when it dreamed, it dreamed that humans were small and cats got their place back in the world. and all, so Really good, <laughs> twisted kind of thing. Yep. I spent ages trying to find it, finally found it, now know why I thought it was really, really good. Some bloke called Neil Gaiman <laughs> wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone just says to me, "Who's it? I don't know, I just remember the story. I can't
0: think of anything he's written that I haven't at least thought, yeah, that's
4: okay. Mm.
1: I'm wondering uh, how this is going to fit in or sit with the Arrowverse.
4: It's not really, is it? But yeah. Also, but the they, characters. Are... They,
1: the characters certainly, John Constantine and uh, Lucifer have yeah. shown up in the Arrowverse universe because it's all yeah. all DC properties.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This odd one because Lucifer has got his own series, which isn't directly connected to no. DC. Yeah. No, but yes, he did do a crossover.
1: <laughs> he did. Yeah, he did do a scene with him and John, uh, him and Constantine. or
4: constantine uh, depending uh, who you believe, uh, <laughs> where he had to go to hell. Yeah. So I
0: didn't realise there was an argument about the name. Yeah. Well, I'd go to Neil Gaiman and say, how do you pronounce this i think yeah.
4: constantine is it constantine uh, okay but the americans say constantine yeah i would
2: const- have said constant in a series
4: constantine i think
2: but well, I we don't. just shouldn't watch it, then.
4: <laughs> they, they do actually make some kind of gag about that in that, that crossover. Scene. Yeah, oh, really?
1: Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's um, Legends of Tomorrow, which is his tongue quite firmly implanted in cheek yeah. at times. No, he did
4: have his own series before He though.
1: did. Uh, that. I saw that. That was I, I enjoyed that immensely.
0: I'll mm. well, have to look out for this one.
2: Yeah. I'd love yeah. to see Neil Gaiman write a Who for Jodie. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. I think if anyone yeah. could write a good story for her yeah. yeah
1: unfortunately i don't think because of his experiences on um well,
2: his experience
4: night- with the second one nightmare oh, and, and silver. silver yeah i think yeah he's now done with uh having other people being yeah. charge of his own
1: that's that, <laughs> as i said that's why he turned around and produced good omens because yeah. he had complete control yeah, yeah. otherwise
4: any more news yep. morris reeves dead, so yes. dead. Yes, oh, actor John Morris Reeves must be the only credited actor to appear in Doctor Who, Star Trek and Judge Dredd mm? shuffled oh, off yeah. aged 83. Yeah. yeah, I did look, I couldn't find NBS on that Judge Dredd who's been yeah. in the uh, Doctor Who. Because that was the Stallone one, wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, The Doctor Who Fancy will be remembered for playing mercenary Stotts, be Davis' final story, the Caves and Rosani. Yeah. Mm. On Star Trek, he played the Romulan captain in the Next yes. Generation episode, The Chase no Daleks involved, where Picard races to uncover evidence of an ancient humanoid race that seeded life throughout the galaxy. In the 1995 Stallone film (laughs) of Judge Dredd, he played Warden Miller.
0: And he admitted it. As well, yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, it's was something I did because I needed the money. He admitted <laughs> to being in Judge Dredd. Yeah. He was his on, on his IMDb page. <laughs> man. Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> his impressive CV also included such projects as Last of Mohicans, the 2010 version of Brighton Rock, mm-hmm. Casualty, New Tricks, Doctors, The Bill, A Touch of Frost, Waking the Dead, Cheers, Baywatch, Days of Our Lives, Extenders, wow. Jack and Crown Court, Jason King, etc.
0: Quite an extensive <laughs> yeah. CV there. And, yeah. On both sides <laughs> of the pond. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. Also notably he played Chief Superintendent Duckenfield in the 1996 television film Hillsborough, based on the real-life disaster. Oh,
2: I didn't realise he... Oh. Yeah. I think he's another one of those actors who never potentially made it to the lead name role, but yeah. everyone knows his face, and jobbing. he was yeah. he was virtually constantly in work. Yeah. He seemed
4: to often be type Gus as the bad guy. Yeah.
0: He had that sort of face, didn't he? Yeah. It was that, that sort of mildly
4: pissed-off looking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Apparently he was nothing like in real life, is well, I would imagine not. <laughs> <Nice> chat, but... <laughs>
2: but yeah. Sometimes I say, if an actor, do you want to be famous and poor or just simply recognised yeah. and having a regular income to pay oh, the mortgage? He certainly yeah.
4: had that looking at his CV. Yeah.
2: yeah, I must admit, when I saw that, I didn't know if it was more than stops that he played, but sometimes I know the actor's been yeah. in. I, my brain has always been like this, I can never always, but match up this one i actually went oh it stopped. <laughs> yeah. the character was so yeah such really a strong works, character yeah. and
4: that great cliffhanger of him reaching yep. through the door and and let, the let me stop
0: board. you now yeah. or is <laughs> yeah. it the other way around <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna let you
4: stop me now
2: yeah, yeah. yeah sad
0: i have an addendum oh yeah, yeah. it's another sad I one, one. Oh, really is. Is. Yeah. yeah mythbusters producer oh, yes. or Presenter Granty Mahara has died at the stupidly young age of forty nine. Yes. Um, aneurysm apparently.
2: Yep. Didn't know anything about it. That
0: was a shock, that one. Such a such a nice guy. You know, he's a typical super well, he's a archetypal super fan, really. Showed up at Gallifrey as an attendee. Yeah. Yeah, in his tenth Doctor outfit, yeah, and wore his um, hand Solo outfit on MythBusters <laughs> during the Star Wars episode.
1: Um, built and operated R two for the prequel films. He did. He and, in prequels, yeah. And stepped in as three PO a couple of times and as well he for also various events. Created yeah, yeah, yeah. the
2: baby Yoda, didn't he? <gasps> yes, yes, that
1: was one of the last things yeah. he did
2: because he worked for ILM or Lucas Films, as well as being one of the sort of like you know support yeah. hosts for MythBusters. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he had BAs and stuff out as long as well, um, he was for thing. his mechanics and engineering and he worked for um it was our either industrial Used to work like, for I industrial. But um, I watched um, a YouTube
0: thing with Adam Savage is, talking uh, about it. Uh, oh, me too. If you, wanna, to, yeah. Yeah,
1: if you want to watch this, have plenty of supplies of tissues yeah. with you.
0: But Adam Savage was saying that he, out of all the Mythbusters presenters, Grant Imahara was the only one who actually had a science degree. Mm. Yeah, <laughs>
4: he's a degree in engineering, yeah.
0: Yeah, sad. Uh, so it was in some cracking episodes. Yeah. The ones that come to mind immediately are the ones where they dump spiders on him mm. and <laughs> the one in which... Which apparently, the guy had a phobia of fish touching his feet, which is a really specific phobia. Not so you come across every day, and they chucked him in the sea with various they were, they were
1: uh, testing shark myths. They were, if I and rightly.
0: it's this wonderful scene. He's in the water in his diving gear, bellowing, "Something touched my foot!"
1: <laughs> 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 Probably a
0: fish, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a
1: shame. Any more addendums? I have an addendum. Now. Oh, yeah. Ironically, this addendum came out just as I... or I found out about this addendum just as we got back from recording the oh, last yeah. podcast. Uh, where's So it's probably quite old now, but the BBC have released on YouTube The Hand of Fear. Oh, really? Okay. A 30-minute cut-down episode of Hand of Fear.
4: OK, I'll have to watch it. It might be a little too short, I would <laughs> but you could probably get it down to an hour.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. they cut all four... Hour, all four episodes have been spliced, diced, so, and cut down to something about. Something like a 90 minute yeah. Taken and down Yeah, an time. hour off
0: it. Yeah. I know we say sometimes those episodes are a bit padded, but that's but, yeah, ridiculous. That's quite That aggressive... much padded.
2: Yeah.
1: I, I don't know if they've uh, cut down or released any more,
0: but. Yeah. Have to look out for that one.
2: Oh, does anyone remember at the beginning of lockdown, the BBC did a poll and said which do people want to see an episode of Blake Seven or Doctor Who? Mm hmm. And Doctor Who won. Yeah. I don't think that's the one they wanted to win because nothing's come out on the BBC since. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> they, a lot of the TV companies realise that people are going to be stuck indoors watching oh, it telly. To be
4: rebroadcast on. So
2: they did this um, online quiz for a number of platforms, say, so which would you like to see? And apparently Doctor Who won. And there have been no, no runs yeah. of it. So I think we
0: voted for the wrong one. <laughs> it might be that they're in the middle of ditching thousands of staff and have got other things on their mind. Oh,
2: no, it's something they actually did as part of the lockdown oh, to right. sort of like see what kind of programmes people wanted.
1: Well it's what they're going to have to do soon because they're beginning to run out yeah. of well, new stuff. Nothing,
2: nothing new's been, no, been nothing made. Being
1: made. BBC,
2: if you would quite
0: like to show all of Blake Seven again, that would be wonderful. Well, yeah.
1: here's a suggestion. The wrong thing won the poll. So why not show both? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Maybe. And there is a lot of old series that still stand up well. Okay, the fashions might not, but... <laughs> things like the Omega factor and that yeah. uh, a lot of Nigel Neill's not the Quatermass but there was other stuff that Nigel yeah. Neill wrote those kind of things stand up well there was a lot of day for t- uh, day for day or what is it they called it the dramas that play for today. Play for that. today. Okay. Armchair um, the armchair today. A lot of those could be rerun. Mm. But I I because so. they are long enough ago that people won't eat, they'll almost be like fresh T V It depends on Contracts. the
0: difficulty they have to go through with the rights and yeah, all that. It's, it's, all it's not just a matter of putting the tape in the machine.
4: Yeah. Back in those days they didn't get repeated. No. So, there wouldn't be anything in the contract right. for yeah, a piece they'd have to renegotiate.
0: I've never forgiven my brother for making me miss an episode of Cagney and Lacey. Never.
2: <laughs> I have to say, at the moment, possibly renegotiation contracts that you get paid for doing a bit of acting work that you don't actually turn up for might it, be slightly easier than it has been yeah. in the past. Maybe, but uh, sad to say. When half the
4: cast are dead, it gets mm, difficult. Then you have to yeah, get yeah. contact with their estates. and mm. we're talking 70s, 60s, oh. even 80s, a lot of the cast will probably gone by this point. That's depressing. It's
2: a shame. It it's a shame because there is some good the, <laughs> There is some good TV out there that would be fresh to a lot of people's eyes. Yeah. OK, any more news?
4: I've got one final addendum then. One go final addendum. Star Wars The Bad Batch. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, it's a new animated series for Disney+. Plus. It's a spin-off, of The Clone Wars, mm-hmm. about a... Uh, Bad Hamlet,
0: Batch she... of clones?
4: Bad Batch of, cl- of clones, of yeah, who go around doing unusual things. <laughs> I don't know much about them, frankly. I haven't seen uh, this far into <laughs> Clone Wars. Is, is it a Star Wars
2: version of the eighteen? It could well be, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool.
4: I think I'm, the I be in
2: in, I'm the only person in the who hasn't actually seen the Clone Wars. <laughs> I've seen the beginning of it. I must get back to it. Uh, yes.
4: Yeah, they find their way in a rapidly changing galaxy in the aftermath of the Clone War.
0: Ooh. And that's the end of the news. Okay, chaps and chapesses, etc. We have been watching some films. Ooh, mm. Films
4: and eight yeah. films. films. Oh, no,
0: no, we watched many films, have but you? only one of them have we chosen to review. Oh, okay. It's a classic.
2: Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah.
0: When I saw it as a tot, I thought this is really weird. <laughs> yeah.
2: Excuse me, how old were you when you saw it? Nine. <gasps> Seriously, what were your parents doing now when you know, and you're seeing this when Listening you were nice. to her waffle on, you'd think it was the Texas
0: Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> no. It's not that it side of wasn't. it. It <laughs> wasn't. It was Logan's Run. Pause for music. Now, um, for those of you who don't know, this is Sets yay... What it use in the, in the future and it's a post-apocalyptic thingy everyone's living in domes and you're only allowed to live to the age of 30 then you go on carousel to go on to the next level but of course you don't you die <laughs> and you have guys called runners who kill you if you try and get away from carousel No, 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 no. Sandmen. no sorry, guys called sandmen who kill you if you try and get away from carousel and one of them gets out and blah 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 And it's typical 70s fare. But do you know what struck me about this? What did strike
1: you about
0: this? Watching this in 2020. Yes. I have now seen far more of Sister Julienne <laughs> from Call the Midwife Okay. than I ever, ever thought oh, I would Or even wanted
4: see. to? Ginny Agatha. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I mean, God! <laughs> there's a whole section cut out in the ice cave where she's naked and she's being uh, carved. Yeah. yeah. They I, cut out the it out because there's too much nudity.
1: Yeah. And there was quite
0: a lot of nudity <laughs> <already>. anyway. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I do remember you getting quite disgusted with the fact that she stripped off completely and he just stripped down He to just his took his
0: shirt off. off. Well, yeah. Come on, mate, take your trousers off. <laughs> the second thing... Yeah. Just let me remember, get this out of my yeah. system while I remember yeah. it. Yeah. You've got Michael York. Yeah. Fantastic yes. Fantastic Logan, British yeah. actor.
4: Yes. Six, isn't
0: it? Um, Jenny Agutter, Yeah. Fantastic British actor. Yep. yep. Who's the guy with the cats? Oh, Peter, Peter Ustinov. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is clearly... Every, every single person in this damn film is British. Pretty and, much. And yet when they get out to go and look for Sanctuary... They're by the Washington
4: Monument. Yeah, it's within yeah. walking distance. What the hell? They're in Washington D.C. At first, yeah, so I thought, Dane's "Oh, is that Cleopatra's
0: distance. Needle?" And then that's uh, far too big. And it's the Washington Monument. What on earth?
4: <laughs> yeah, I generally thought it was a British film.
0: Yeah, was it? Was it? That <laughs> yeah, I think the, the director
4: enti- was British. And...
0: Yeah, was it that the entire? Would Big Ben not have been a good enough? Uh, yeah. you know? Was it uh, that the entire dome is populated by the descendants of a coach tour <laughs> from <laughs> London? <laughs> That got <laughs> caught in Washington when whatever disaster happened.
4: I know. It's American film, American yeah. MGM. Yeah, yeah. It was filmed in America. Big yeah. budget American well, film. Well, it definitely was because time.
0: at one point you had the cave that Luke Skywalker was in from. Um...
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a weird one. So come on, what did you guys think of it? It's the first I've ever seen it. Joking? Oh, no, really? No, no, first time oh. ever seen it. It's, it's. I know it, of it. It, it used adjust?
1: to be the staple for late night BBC Two mid eighties when they used to do the sci fi season.
4: Okay. Yeah. Did they cut it at all?
1: Uh, it was late night, so Very I don't think so. They yeah.
4: No, may, I, may I remember. Maybe trimmed the s- it a little bit. I but.
0: remember the scene of Sister Julian being naked and carved. So
4: no, they didn't cut it. <laughs> it's an interesting premise. Although I must admit, I find some of the world building falls short. It doesn't really explain why. So we've got... Everybody has to die at 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From what they said in the commentary, mm-hmm. is to keep a stable population.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: But it's the government who is actually dictating the birth rate. So why do they have to yeah, die at 30? They he could
2: die at 40 or 50. you can still keep the same... It's the government for you. <laughs> it doesn't make no sense. they bastards. Uh, <laughs> could it be that there is a point at which the body starts to decay and illness and so it's cheaper to keep the <laughs> well, body alive 30, to, <laughs> <we're> okay. <laughs> yeah but, but you, you require more medical assistance and all the rest of it so if you're on a finite budget so to speak you know you want to keep your costs down etc then it's a good point to to
0: cut off would well, you know what Maybe. makes it extra extra sad is when i saw this at the age of nine mm-hmm. i thought oh 30 that's a good innings
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're all well beyond that.
0: <laughs> Nearly double in some people's cases. <laughs> Ooh, yeah,
4: I'm apparently in, the, in in the book it's twenty one yeah you're yeah. joking okay the original mm. book is 21 good grief which also makes you wonder who's raising the children how's that happening
0: well this is what's this, who's raising the children anyway because yeah. we, as we learn in this you know yeah. you don't know who your mother and father are the father and mother don't know who each other are it's all done in test tubes and bottles yeah, yeah. Well, so the, just, the kids are raised by robots
2: it could <laughs> be but just there's the sand there's also an element of people have assigned roles you know have the yeah. sand men you can sign on to the higher agenda hire a lady for the night. So, so there might be... Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> so there might be certain parts of the community who their role is to Maybe raise these the, children in association yeah, with... The, the implication
4: is that everybody, apart from the Sandman, everybody is just living life luxury and yeah. not working. Yeah. Makes yeah. you wonder why the Sandman but do what they do. The, the, what's, what's their benefit? Well, they're the psychopaths. Yeah, <laughs> Especially yeah. for Logan's for, buddy,
0: for Francis. Yeah. Francis, he yeah. was a nutter. But so you've also Seven. got
2: that area where the cubs are, the kids that aren't quite so they're classy. And, yeah. Yeah. that kind of stuff.
0: The, the
1: troubled
4: child. Mm. Yeah, they're the ones who.
2: But even been that born had its or... um, yeah had its hierarchy
0: because that yeah. kid Billy, who was about to turn from, from yellow Gen- to green, they knew that the other ki- he knew that the other kids would kill him if yeah. he was mm. still there when he'd gone green.
2: One of the reasons why this film did get quite the reception it did wasn't just the fact that there was lots and lots of nudity, but because <laughs> Jennifer Agata at that time, Jenny Agata, Jenny Agata was. Sweet and oh, innocent for my age, and this was is. one of her first, oh, one audience, of her first, first big TV yeah. roles. And it was to actually part of it was to actually say, "Look, I'm I'm not a little <laughs> kid. <laughs> kid. I, I am actually a big grown-up adult woman." Yes. So she's had
0: a weird career. She, she starts is. off this virginal young kid, yeah. and she ends up as a nun. And in between, she goes to Raunch Central.
1: <laughs> well, we had uh, we had uh, American Werewolf in London. She was but in that.
0: Um, a nurse shagging her patient. I mean...
4: Walkabout. Oh, yeah.
1: I, think walkabout I think she spent... Uh, <laughs> Most of that nude. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
4: really? okay. yeah. Jenny, what the hell? Bit.
2: Who hurt you? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I remember from spooks mostly, but OK.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I like... Logan's run. Um, I always got the impression that there was a dome on each continent. So there would be an equivalent dome probably on the African continent. There'll be an equivalent dome on the Asian continent. But they they never, they they don't interact. Mm. No. Yeah. Because it's almost like the the computers have reached that AI a bit where they've totally taken so in some ways it's almost like the matrix if you you think matrix is the next step only the humans are still conscious in this one so to speak in some ways it seems a very far-fetched dystopian view in other ways it isn't because you can imagine these domes were built because of overpopulation, pollution, the rest of it. We're already looking at ability to make biodiverse mm. domes. If pollution and everything got so bad, there will be people with money who will start to create their own little habitat. Yeah. It, it it's a feasible But it's the fact that it's the fact the that they
0: didn't they couldn't conceive of there being life outside the dome mm. yeah, when he was told you're going to find sanctuary you've got to go outside it's as if it was the oddest thing in the mm. world to him which yeah. brings us on to peter ustinov right.
2: <laughs> well it depends on how many generations it is and you believe this well, and, be if, you've, five, yeah, and so. if
0: you've been told this all we'll your love. life oh,
2: exactly um, yeah. Short yeah. Life. <laughs> i mean one yeah. of the things is you needed old man yeah. Peter you because yeah. even with everything that's happened and they the carousel and they go out they are like children and they would not know how to survive because they've never so. had to cook they, would, yeah. they wouldn't know how to make fire to make clothing or anything the whole the whole thing has been supported by the computer system and if yep. people think that's weird when I was 13 14 I remembered everyone I know's addresses and phone numbers off book I now have a little device in my pocket that does it for me I don't retain that memory we're, we're already yeah. kind of becoming Fine. dependent on on mm. machines and technology, oh, yeah. in a way. So it isn't, it isn't that, that far-fetched.
0: far-fetched. No. But, and Peter Ustinoff's character was amazing. He's such a sad character, because his parents somehow ended up outside the dome, yeah. probably a pair of runners, mm-hmm. and they had just him... Made it all the way. Yep. They had him, just him and let's say they lived until he was 20 he's got to be about 70 in the film Mm. and so that's 50 years by yourself just talking to cats Mm. the scenes where jenny agatha asked to touch his face because of course she'd never seen anyone with wrinkles and it was just as she touched his face and he he froze and then he leaned into it because no one's touched him for 50 years and he giggles he does. He giggles like a kid. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I did like the cats oh, uh, reciting
0: what's his name. Oh God, T.S. Eliot. T.S. Eliot. T.S. Eliot. Yeah. And of course, that poem was what gave us the the musical cats. Yeah, mm. the great film. We're going to review that one. Then? But of course, the we were talking about them. Not the reason he had to be there, and otherwise, no one would survive. But the law of averages said he can't be the only one living outside no. No. the dome. No. Because they had what was it? Over a thousand runners. Yeah. But we I mean one thousand and fifty-six runners. I mean we know a lot of those got captured by the weird box. Frig box, yeah. the yeah. freezer monster. Uh, yeah, and and yeah. frozen. Yeah. Yeah.
4: But some of them would have got through. Strange world. I don't know what happened to the to the world outside of the dome. It got better. We,
0: well,
2: it was. Well, but yeah, but seen... all the
4: people who didn't go into the dome, yeah, well, where did they? They didn't well, die. Society. Surely
2: it it was a mixture of war, yeah, famine, you, pollution. You are not
1: given a specific reason why. No. We just know society has collapsed. Yeah. Yeah. It's no longer existed. The human race has been wiped out for whatever reasons, except for the domes mm. or the dome.
2: Not wanting to live in a society at all where a small virus can go round and the entire world can end up locked inside a house I can never see how something like this could happen yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we've only got a minor version of it would be COVID-19 yeah. but if you had something like a virus like COVID where it isn't one percent chance of dying with it this 1% chance of surviving yeah. with it. You, yeah. you you don't have to change the odds that much to suddenly mm. find you've got something where people would seriously be locking themselves inside domes. And also the outside world would recover. Look how much it recovered when
0: we were all in lockdown. Yeah. When no one was out. You could hear the birds and the butterflies have Venice. come back and the, oh, the waters in Venice are the cleanest they've ever been. So the world recovers without us pretty damn quickly if we'd let it. Yeah, mm. well
2: you see that from Chernobyl it doesn't take that many generations for the Mm. ecosystem to start balancing looking at the state of washington when they get there it's been some time yeah Yeah. you know it's it's not quite ankevok but it's it's almost ankevok in in terms of it's only the taller buildings you can see out of the foliage and the the,
1: the 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 lake in front, in front of, front of the, of the won- monument wrong. is more like a marsh, yeah. with all the reeds growing through it and on it.
2: Mm. I mean, I've seen this film a few times, and I actually, I really enjoy it. it mm. It's a bit. of... You could do a really not good thesis on this story, on this about <laughs> the fall of humanity and how we've fooled ourselves and the rest of it. So it's, it's not as woolly as it looks initially in terms of the everyone dies at you know thirty. Mm. Oh, isn't it a shame? There's a lot more behind it than that, and you know the nudity in it. They don't have children, you know, so there's no fear of sex. So there are tribes around the world where they used to eat foods that were natural contraceptives, and they never associated sex with children. (laughs) So it becomes a recreational thing rather than a procreation thing, at which point a lot of the inhibitions disappear. Mm. Everyone's young, everyone's fit, everyone's beautiful kind of (laughs) stuff. We're screwed. But, yeah... But it's also a quite a good adventure story. Yeah,
1: for me, the f- it's been a long time since I've seen this. A very long time. But yes, it was slow, but the film itself, I think, still holds up. It mm. was still enjoyable, it was still interesting, it was still watchable.
0: And yeah. the control room... Where oh, yeah. the control, the, the voice, the computer control. the computer control was very much like a Dalek ship. Mm, you had no. the pulsing in the background reminded and the, big, me. the green,
4: yellow yes. and red. It thing reminded
1: me a hell of a lot of the Dalek control room from the Cushing really? film. Yes. Yes. Just painted really black. Did. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah, I like the hologram effects they had for yeah. interrogating your subconscious. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was you can't help what you're thinking, and yeah. that's... Yeah. yeah, it's very clever. CGI, Not a lot good ideas, isn't it?
2: Mm. The CGI for this as well, I mean, okay... No <laughs> well, it wasn't CGI, but the, the colour separation overlay and all the rest of it. I mean, there are some bits where they're going up into the carousel where you could occasionally see the wires wires. yeah. Wires. yeah. Um,
4: Certainly on DVD.
2: Yeah, it wouldn't take a lot to get rid of that now. But given that a lot of that would have been on painted glass
4: yeah um mm-hmm.
2: overlays in that mm-hmm. um yep. it's actually holds yeah. up it, in some ways it, it actually holds up better than a lot more computerized yeah. Th- that almost seems to some to jar s- sometimes in the some it's
0: simple but and i tell you this is another advantage of being blind as about i couldn't see any yeah, wires so if, there's, <laughs> if
1: there's anything i have to point out was as a laughable problem would be the miniature shots interior of the interior dome that was mm. the
4: the only things that took me out of it they, they but, looked okay Hey, but for the water, yeah, yeah. is rippling incorrectly. So clearly they hadn't filmed it in a slow. Yeah, they hadn't yeah. oversped it. Yeah,
2: the one that yeah. the one that jarred for me was when they were fighting box. And, yeah, box was not and It, it, oh, it hit the to. birds. Well, it wasn't so much box wasn't good. It was like when he hit the birds, and suddenly this ice cave started exploding. Yeah, that <laughs> what, was <laughs> what was catching fire? What, what exactly was going on here? He, he shot was, the pipe. Was it was surreal? Bit, put, it was a bit OTT <laughs> at that yeah.
0: point. One, you know, just be a bit woke here oh carousel yeah it's your last day yeah somewhere in them inside them they knew it was their last day yeah because you never see anyone who survived carousel and it all starts and it's all going and the first couple of people go up and and you're the last person to go up because you're the fattest one (laughs) (laughs) and so your last moments in this life are like Flippin' hell! I shouldn't have had that cake. <laughs> You're there, you there, jumping
4: chameleons. Tri- yeah, <laughs> <I'm going. laughs> oh dear! The, the whole idea that the computer sent the Sandman, yeah. our uh, hero Logan yes. Five, out to find Sanctuary. Yeah, with the Ankh. But- yeah, but made the fatal mistake of not lying to him when he asked, Will I get my years back?
2: Exactly. Yeah. How hard it is it d- to no, go? Yeah, no, of course. It didn't not lie to it, it didn't actually say, Yes, you it was will. A lie it of didn't mission. say no either. <laughs> but it
4: should, if it had lied to him, the <laughs> he meant it and said, Yes, you'll get your time back when you return, he'd have had faith. He would probably not have turned on. Yeah. yeah. The entire system wouldn't have collapsed just because of that. <laughs> Bloody computers. But yeah. I think
2: that's the thing. Although the computer has a degree of autonomy, or autonomy Autonomy. i can't say the word but you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um it's almost programmed to maintain them but not think about them i I think does that make sense mm. so it 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 does it hasn't learned to empathize or think how a human would react its job is to maintain them and protect them yeah yeah and i don't need to do anything beyond that so it doesn't know how to lie it hasn't developed that aspect yeah, of i lie. think
1: the computer system was devised to protect and look after the survivors of the human race and that is by maintaining the population at a certain size and a certain. so you had these escapees yeah and they may have escaped but they were still humans still under its protection still excess of what yeah. there should be that's yeah. why it sent logan out to find out where sanctuary was so it could shut it down and take these Humans well, out. Out, of, out of its
4: control. Yeah, word, yeah. Also, odd things with the tech. The whole Tinder thing about being on the circuit or whatever they called yeah. it mm. appeared to have some sort of teleport mechanism.
1: It did seem to be yeah. a
4: transporter of some description. He presses a
0: button, gets ready to swipe left because you notice when the yeah. guy appeared first, he was <laughs> clearly in the middle of like looking out the window or something because he went ah oh, and struck a pose, and the same with her. Mm.
4: Yeah, but that tech isn't used anywhere else, far as we can tell. They use huh. pods and everything else, so there's an odd disparity between the tech, unless all along she was a hologram
0: oh maybe a solid maybe. a hard light hologram and she's really back there doing her thing and he's been getting it on with a hologram
2: it, it might also be that it is tech that can't be used on a bigger scale so it it might be able to you work it one-on-one in apartments find but you could hook <laughs> well no but if you imagine if the system can can handle you know one or two people traveling yeah but, but can't suddenly handle 150 people like you get on a railway train traveling so it's, a, it's a bit like your wi-fi connection yeah <laughs> well, it, it almost is like a wi-fi connection in that you could get a stable product of one person okay. on there but the more people you put into that the worse it the, gets. The, the, Less yeah. stability your control you have, okay. so it might be that however that tech works, it functions for passing prostitutes around the bedrooms <laughs> of the, the nobles, kind of stuff, but it's not going to transport everyone from one place to another because it can't accommodate that amount of people it at is. the same time without scrambling bits of body yeah. and what have you. Yeah. <laughs>
4: The only other thing I thought when I came into this is die at age 30. Oh, this, is, this isn't soiling Green. Yeah. Oh, from me yeah. saying that, I got them confused. You, you have to die at a certain age. Aren't you Turned into food? No, no, it's soiling Green. That's an earlier film. Yeah, because yeah. you don't
0: actually find that. They just no, seem to it's get it's disintegrated, don't they? Yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah.
2: No, they get reborn. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Reborn into a new so, life. It feels
4: like they should have combined those two. Obviously, they're two different films, two different stories. Yeah, or perhaps
2: behind the wall is the Soylent Green light. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. Well, the, this is it. The, there's a reason why there's very similarity in the films, and both of these, like The Green Death, came out at a point at which people. 76. Were, this 76. One. Where people. You've got the Green Party started to come up we're starting to realize this is this is the age at which we realize that we are really getting things seriously wrong with the planet we're starting to realize overpopulation pollution all of that sort of thing is started to come into the public consciousness (laughs) um or into certain elements of the public consciousness and a lot of those were scientists and writers and that's why you get a lot of these not end of the world films like we have now with zombies (laughs) But yeah. End of the world, almost at our own hand yeah. films, or what we need to do to survive may not be palatable films. Mm. That's been
0: the biggest disappointment of this entire pandemic <laughs> is that there's no zombies. Are mm. well, there? I don't know. Well, apart from Keith.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: but yeah, you'll see there's a similarity in a lot of the films from that era. Yeah. It? It's overpopulation, it's lack of food, virus stroke pandemics it's simple I'm things i'm not that are- <laughs> saying there's anything there we should take note of these yeah. days but back then it was just a bunch of few hippies that really thought about yeah. it
0: because one thing that is worrying for the other domes if there are other domes yeah. around the world yeah. is the flimsy nature of yeah. this dome oh. it just took the one explosion and suddenly the walls are gone and everyone can come out and...
4: Yeah. What do they do? They're going to die, aren't they? Yeah. Well, no, they,
0: what they're going to do is they're crowding in on the old man. Are they going to be No, 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 he's <laughs> their one real. chance of survival. But did you notice that he was getting closer and closer to the edge of that? Yeah,
4: they're like... <laughs> <laughs> I'll see how a good ending to that. Yeah. If the, the computer system is dead. They've got no food.
2: Well, he can t- he'll teach them because clearly he knows how to hunt for food there, and, there will and get be, food. So. There will be food and provisions and shelter within the city for a certain period of time and and hopefully you'll get... I mean... People like the, the Sandmen are slightly more savvy than everyone else, and there were books. And yeah, <laughs> and, oh, that that Can got me read? as
0: someone who likes old things. Oh, hi, husband. Um, I love what, you. What would that was? Did we try? We worked out whereabouts in Washington the building was. Was it like the Capitol building? I think or something? Congress. Yeah, yeah. Congress. they were fighting. Those desks were really old, mm. and they were fighting <laughs> on these desks and smashing them up to use as
2: weapons. I mean, God. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah true
2: i mean it's an interesting film on a lot of different ways i think yeah,
4: you know. it feels quite dated to me mm. it's hard to believe it's only a year before star wars. yeah it feels like mm. like a decade before star wars
2: i, I think it
0: was
4: an excellent
0: i really I, I, I agree with keith really i, I still it. think it's wonderful yeah it's
4: a good film but it does feel like from different age
0: oh well completely the fact that he kept holding her hand and <laughs> yeah. you know there was
4: just so much and there were no f- sexism in no it female sandmen no well, sand, people, sand
3: like people.
4: That's a completely different <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: thing. <laughs> he's not the we saw. Yeah, well, it's the age it was in. Yeah, yeah I absolutely. mean, it's, this is this is why. Yeah, looking. I mean, it might not be that it was the only dome, but looking back through more modern and enlightened times, one would hope that there was an African dome and an Asian yeah. dome yeah. Yeah. and a European, a European dome. European... Otherwise, there's going to be no people of color in existence at that point because everyone, everyone was, was white. white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, in London is. It's the London Dome filled with the Amer- descendants of American tourists
2: yeah ah, okay. have you not been down to the O2 yeah.
0: <laughs> okay we would like to know what you wonderful people thought of Logan's Run and of course there was a series the you TV could watch series. as well yes. do write to us via show at staggering
2: at no sorry how
0: show at staggering stories dot net <laughs> What? Oh, 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 sorry, God. I'll go and
2: get the door. I
0: don't know. I don't know. You could sit cotton. here. We, we wouldn't uh, get this round, uh, Adams.
2: Guys, guys. What, what? Uh, oh no! <gasps> yeah. Um. Unfortunately, uh, he's found us. Hello, Hello head, head of, of Perth. We're sorry.
0: It's her fault. Tell you what, come and sit over here. That, that's it. God, it's creepy the way he walks. Dragged himself
1: along by I his lips. Oh.
2: I didn't think he knew my address. I want
0: to know how yeah. he got through that security gate and up those three flights of stairs. He yeah. up the outside of the building. Oh, no. Oh, he used his yeah. lips. <laughs> anyway. Moving rapidly now on. quite creepy looking new observer... We've been listening to some Big Finish stuff. Really? How unusual. No, we never do that.
2: Some Paul McGann Big Finish stuff.
0: (sighs) Also with some Tom Baker in it. Indeed. Let's pause for music. Right, this is called Stranded.
4: One. Yes. Stranded one. Even though there's three of them stranded. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that. Oh, God. <laughs> so basically, something's really buggered up with the TARDIS. Yep, she is yep. essentially a box yep. being used... As a, on a, library, as a on library on the street of the, London. The, the interior has yeah. been expelled. Which is so, kind of beautiful because she's been turned into a, a box full of stories, which is yeah, lovely. Yes, yes. Um, but meanwhile, the Doctor, played by the lovely Paul McGann, <laughs> Helen and Livchenka, who is my second favourite Paul McGann companion. She's no Charlie. Oh, God, she, no, she's no Charlie, but <laughs> she, is, she is perfectly serviceable. Ooh. They have s- head, headed off... <laughs> what was that? Dude, they have headed off... Off to find the Doctor's house that yeah. we, of course, knew about from it's... the McCoy era and that. No, no, no. no the, set, what, 207 uh, from, Baker Street? From
1: the Davison era, because oh, yeah. it was originally bought for the Thomas Brewster story. Ah, uh, yeah. That's when yeah, it first appeared.
0: Somewhere on Baker Street. Yeah, Baker Street somewhere. But it's been turned into flats, which is irking him no end, really. Yep. <laughs> and this this series of four stories is basically the three of them learning to survive stranded on Earth. It's... Hence the title it,
1: it is more basically sort of doctor who does eastenders but a lot <laughs> better than that crossover we've, thing we've
2: done that yeah, yeah. yeah. and and unlike do that again. The, unlike the last time the doctor was stranded on earth he has no sonic screwdriver no. nothing to do no, no tardis no mm. yep. no, no, no units unit.
4: <laughs> no no they're too yeah. yeah it's defunded
2: what you could call what the doctor does when he gets bored and does not know what to do with <laughs> he gets bored <laughs> yeah. a lot yeah. <laughs> he doesn't cope very well with the ordinary I loved and the mundane. The one in
0: one of the stories <laughs> It's just every day and there's a armed robbery at the shop oh, yeah. that Liv has started working in. Yeah. She gets shot and the owner's killed and the doctor wants to find the person. And that police officer who was in charge of the case, <laughs> yeah. the restraint of the man, yeah. <laughs> you know, they Total. had it covered. They knew who they were after and they were doing their thing. But the doctor, who apparently is a genius, He's a genius. Yes, yeah. was getting in the way. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think the word restraint came oh, into it a hell man, of a lot. man,
0: that's... The police officer. It was like he was talking to a toddler. Oh, you're a genius, I. Oh, well, that's
2: nice.
1: <laughs> no, sir. I'm sorry. I forgot to bring my thesaurus <laughs> in today.
3: <laughs>
2: His tenants. He's got an elderly gay couple. Yep. The two guys who are pains in the arse. Really. Oh, aren't they're wonderful. They remind. They're a bit my... like. Uh, yeah. From, yeah. Round the horn. I was thinking more of. Um, is it Savage? And um, the one with David Jacobin. Oh, Vicious. Oh, vicious. vicious. Yeah. A bit more like the two old guys in yeah. Vicious.
0: Um, They've got the... Oh, the two sisters. The two sisters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They've got Tanya. Actors. I like Tanya. That that was another thing we were discussing. Tanya is trans mm-hmm. and she's got a thing for Liv and Liv's mm-hmm. got a thing for her. Mm-hmm. And poor Tanya. She spends, I think it's like an episode and a, a whole, half, yeah. trying to work up the courage <laughs> to ask Liv out. Dancing mm-hmm. around the subject. Yeah, just, you know, just... just say, would you like to come out with me? Yes, I would. Easy. No, let's dance around it. And then when Liver said, yeah, that'd be nice, she then starts to explain that she's trans. Mm -hmm. And what was lovely was Liv was totally oblivious. She didn't understand yeah. why yeah. this should even be a thing. She's from and the future. Yeah, She's from yeah exactly. Does, that's, that's, that's what it. I mean. It gives you such hope for the future. Because it would be like me asking Adam out for some weird reason <laughs> um, and me. saying, by the way, I've got feet. Um, and Adam would be just, yeah, he, that face he's making. Um, you, I, you'd, I, be I, de- I, you'd be dead. I, <laughs> why are you killing me off? <laughs> because I, I need to ask Adam out. And it would be t- <laughs> so unfair to do it if you were." around uh, yeah. but you know Adam's <laughs> just completely befuddled look there when I said by the way I've got feet was the same befuddled look I imagine Liv had on her face yeah, so that's yeah, kind of yeah. cool
4: yeah. Yeah. although for Tanya there is hidden There's agenda here, yes. which which might have caused a bit of the reason but why by, she uh, yeah, delayed by,
1: by the second episode we found out that various people in the flat do have hidden agendas and yeah. It all are, yeah, yeah so it's not just it's an as, interesting
4: group so yeah it's
1: not just as innocent and east Endy as we initially thought I
4: it's quite a big place because there's what five flats
0: in there sure well, it was out. there was three, the the two guys the sisters, yeah. Robin and his never-there mum and dad's, the spare yeah. room that Liv and Helen had been using. Yeah. The attic. The, the attic room, because that the Mr Bird was in it. Ground floor, Tony yeah. in. That was it's quite a large the basement. House. Well, it That's was a
4: doctor stay. I wasn't yeah, very clear it, on that. Well, well, well he
0: was wandering around Hyde Park at night. <laughs> and initially, he, he, he and was,
1: uh, initially was up in the attic. Or was he? Okay. And then, I think, by the second or the third episode, he's down in with Liv
0: and Helen. Oh, yeah, because people started to ask about the domestic arrangements <laughs> if,
2: if it's a London Georgian house yes it would be about Spakers right it was, so, yeah. because yeah. you've got the basement area which was uh, which yeah, was I'm quite sure. often the flats, then you had three floors f- yeah. and then you had a four floor when, attic area which was where yeah. the um so th- servants were. When so if it was a yeah, townhouse. Yeah, if it was a full yeah. size Georgian townhouse, yeah. It when when
1: it's street, original when it was yeah. originally introduced in the crimes of Thomas Brewster, when the fifth doctor had it, it was a Victorian townhouse. Yeah, and, it,
2: yeah. yeah, you'd get that number of self-contained units. <laughs> yeah.
4: And it's set in 2020, yeah. Which now is difficult because oh. obviously it's not our 2020. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, no, no, it, it could be January, February. It it could, it it's, it's, be. This is probably about three months. I think this box mm. set. So yeah. We get into the point where it's becoming a problem in the next box set. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> But it's a different 2020. Yeah. Time yeah, yeah.
0: I like one of my favourite bits, and it was really a nothing bit. As, I, as we said, Liv had to get a job in a shop because they needed money. Yeah, they yes. have to money. Store, as yeah. call it, so. And Helen. Kept going to that shop to buy things, even though she had to walk past another shop on the way just to annoy Liv. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I do like all the tension between them, particularly them and the Doctor. Why isn't the Doctor doing anything? Why is well, he not was. trying to fix he the, the He
0: went on that game show. <laughs> yeah, that, that was good. That
4: was the final episode. Yeah, he
0: won eighty grand on a game show well, and then said, "Well, if I carry on doing that, I'll go back next week and we'll win again." <laughs> no, <laughs> not the way well, it's,
1: it's yeah, but it, it is the Eighth Doctor, and very much the Eighth Doctor is the puppy. Dog.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: He is infused about certain things, and if there's nothing there to infuse yeah. him,
4: he's not going to get a job. Yeah. Because mm. <laughs>
0: he got, it gets quite bad tempered at times. Yeah. Although yeah. part of that was due to alien influence at yeah. one point. Yeah, in one of the episodes. But yeah, yeah. He, 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 was, he came across as borderline selfish. When he'd won this money, Liv and Helen are like, well, we can fix this place up. These people have been waiting for someone to fix this place yeah. up. And he, he was like a stroppy kid. So oh, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do that. It's boring
2: the doctor has Chocolate. always been borderline selfish <laughs> oh yeah
0: yeah but then but in but some subconsciously he wasn't because after mm. live and helen basically shouted at him, and he stormed off in a huff. He went up and stole toast and jam from Tanya and (laughs) put the kettle on, and while he was talking to her, he'd made a cup of hot chocolate because that was Liv's favourite, Mm. so he knew he was going to go and attempt (laughs) to make up with her.
2: One of my favourite bits was on the second one, Animals. Mm. Come in, which of the two it is that's with him? And they're like, why do you hang around in High Park so much? She says, because it's the zoo. Yeah. I like the zoo. Regent's Park. Regent's Park. There's this lovely little scene between the two of them, about they're trapped they the think, caged they're, think they're okay because they're being fed they're being watered they're entertained but ultimately they're caged it's lovely the way it goes between the animals and him and you yeah. know that's it and at the end of it apparently someone let all the birds out <laughs> of yeah. the Sorry, all <laughs> the birds that could survive <laughs> in our more, climate no, got
0: no, released we don't
1: need to investigate that one. That's <laughs> a... but it's a
2: lovely it's about five minutes yeah but it yeah. really is it really gives an insight into where, the doctor's mind where he, mind, is. Where he yeah. is and mm. that kind of stuff because yeah. um, as you said at least unit gave me something yeah. to do yeah and there's that other mm. bit where it's sort of like if i wanted mundane and ordinary i wouldn't have left gallifrey or something yeah. like that or it's yeah. because
1: well i mean th- that one um there's this entity and usually uh, by those psychic cubes mm. that are showing you your fears and when he went down to the basement to deactivate it his fear was himself very old exactly as he is now Trapped, not moving, yeah. not going anywhere. Mm.
2: We should shout out, though, for there is a character who we've seen once before who seems to be aware of what's going on. Would this by any chance... And is keeping an eye on things. <laughs> Would
0: this by any chance be the recently promoted Sergeant Andy? No, no, no. I'm thinking
2: more of the person that might oh, be curated. Curating. Ser- <laughs> well, this, this is
0: the thing.
1: I'm, I'm not sure if he exists anymore. What? Well, Tom,
2: as the curator? The the, the curator. Why? (laughs) Do you think that's the saddest?
1: No, no. I think it's the connecting from the last episode... And the first episode. The last episodes, we have uh, aliens there to try to kill the Doctor for something he's going to do. In the mm-hmm. future, yeah. In the future. And the curator said he saw something terrible coming down, something that shouldn't be there. And then the last time we had him, his voice was beginning to fade out. He was either walking away or something else because Helen lost him. Ah. So, is the events of the Eighth Doctor at the moment cancelling out the existence of the curator?
3: That's
0: sad.
1: Mm. Mm. That's that's why I think we might be the. the Probably resolve it by the end, but mm. at the moment, because of what is happening, and the doctor shouldn't be there at mm. this time, everything's in flux. Yeah.
2: And for anyone that isn't sure, the curator is played by Tom Baker. That's uh, big news back in galley. When yeah. We were there in February, yeah. yeah, they haven't got yeah. someone else coming. To do they the haven't parts. got John
1: Colson. No, that. no, no, no.
2: I haven't got all the way through the last one of this one yeah. yet. I'm about two thirds of the way through, but I've enjoyed these. um mm. They are different because the doctor's getting really. Frustrated, and mm. it's only when things start to happen as he puts it in his comfort zone, yeah, like mm. alien things start to come in. He actually turns back into the doctor. But I also like the fact that in the house. He is the landlord. Yep. And he has no control. There's not none of this one. authoritarian doctor come through or anything else. They are running rings round him.
0: <laughs> Do we know what um what happened to the TARDIS?
1: I think it was from the last box set. Like, oh, the, right. like the Jago and Lightfoot's. The, yeah. the last bit leads into the next oh, right. box set. I, so I have not
0: heard the last one. We, we haven't heard, heard
1: the previous box set, all so we know is something's happened. Something about the crucible. What's yeah, the previous so one to this? Is it
2: it Wars before this
1: it's either the either the time war or the end of
4: ravenous I mean, time war yeah time war four probably
2: okay so time. that would
4: tie time with the crucible because that would obviously time war stuff isn't it yeah
0: uh. I had to listen to that one another bit that made me laugh was um when tanya and Liv had booked a table to go out for their their <laughs> <intimate Yeah>. dinner <laughs> yes. and after coming out of his grump the doctor wants to mm-hmm. take the entire household out to dinner but doesn't know anywhere good in the area so Liv recommends this place saying oh well, we're going there tomorrow so the doctor says great we can push some tables together we'll all come <laughs> <laughs> again no oblivious idea. completely yeah. oblivious
2: yeah. in the background to all of this as well we might not have unit
4: no definitely not, no, not. we've got
2: torchwood. torchwood torchwood is still about Ta- Ta- pc Ta- andy's had a promotion yes yeah. tanya isn't tanya quite
0: a a while back, she
2: oh, yeah. she seems to Ta- be tanya was yeah.
4: connected with it somehow yeah, torchwood. yeah, yeah. she's Working for torture, basically keeping an eye on the, 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 house. the house, yeah waiting for the doctor to reappear. I don't suppose they imagined the doctor would be stuck here.
1: No. And the last episode, I think there might be something going on with the male gay couple. There was a couple yeah, of lines. They, there's a
0: couple, couple of lines. They, when they won the money, they said, Oh, oh yeah, let them was... enjoy
4: it yes. with what's to come.
0: Yeah. And yeah. we never
2: find out what's to come.
4: We've also We've got, got another three box sets.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, We've there's also, something more going on with uh, those. Yes, so.
1: yeah. The enjoyable and the frustrating thing for me about this box set is it's the first episode, so they're primarily setting things up. Yeah. yeah. There, there are a couple of stories, obviously, that uh, pay off, but the first episode and the last episode are specifically to set up. We mm, also have... Divine
4: uh, intervention. Yeah,
1: we also have uh, Mr. Bird. Yes. Yeah. who Who is the semi-villain for one of the stories yeah. and then just seems to disappear. Yeah. But
0: he's mentioned a couple
1: of yeah, times. yeah.
4: So I wouldn't be at all surprised if in future box sets we get more of that, plus yeah. probably guest appearances by maybe some of the Tortured team, maybe yeah. maybe Captain Jack himself, <laughs> maybe uh Osgood. So oh, that's that
1: something we we
4: discussed oh, yeah. the
0: um you gonna The game show. The game show. While well, he's on this game show, which is clearly Who Wants to be a Millionaire. Be a millionaire. Yeah. So it's on the telly and for some reason it's live.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have him And
0: good. he's there. And they, he doesn't even use an alias. He's the Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> and I can just it visualise help. Unit and various companions Kate sitting, Osgood. looking yeah. at the table, the telly, going, what the actual F? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: Tea <splurted> across <laughs> people <laughs> choking on their dinner. If they'd never met that Doctor, they'd know that's like, a
0: Doctor. they know a <laughs> yeah. the Doctor. Yeah.
2: Although the three really hard questions... Says, I am the Doctor and knows everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the exactly.
0: three really hard questions, Keith knew. The answer to one of them. I
1: knew one of them, yeah. the uh, Peter Sellers one. One of the things I do like, he's there and it's the cricket questions. Oh, it's 90 to 82, I'm in Heathrow, I've got fair hair. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's the wonderful thing, is he did, didn't he? Yeah. He picked up a paper to
4: he look did. at the cricket scores. Yeah. Did
1: he? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He yeah. came back wandering towards Nyssa mm. and Teagan was so holding the paper, so I really don't know what's happening to the cricket these days. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: don't remember that.
2: Yeah.
1: No
4: yeah. doubt that, that's a deliberate reference to that, oh, yeah, to that scene, yeah. yeah,
2: This is going up to box sets four, at yeah. least. They've got box mm-hmm. sets probably four, will, pre-orderable. Probably
4: will be four, because they, they tend to do sets yeah. of box sets, don't they? Yeah. Like Ravenous and yeah. Time War and stuff like that. I'm,
0: I'm liking this team. Yeah. Unlike some TARDIS teams, there's no one who's vulnerable. Mm. There's no weak link, as they, as, yeah. as it were. Helen and Liv are both excellent. Very strong characters. Oh, excellent and very, companions. Very three,
1: uh, three-dimensionally written yeah, mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I don't know much about either of them. Uh, I'm not sure when they first appeared. I know vaguely of Livchenka. Yeah. Uh, I think I might have heard one of hers before.
1: Uh, Livchenka first popped up in Robophobia, I think, with mm-hmm. the seventh doctor. Yeah. And Helen and...
0: comes from the 60s and is a jewel thief. Yeah. That was another bit. No, yeah. no, no,
1: no, she's not a jewel thief. Oh, no. She's, um, yeah. uh, she was worked in the National History Museum. She was Museum. a like, she curator was or curator, something. yeah. Yeah,
0: and she got mm-hmm. set up, as it were. Yeah. Because what was that wonderful line? So yeah. oh, my name's Helen what's it but I'm not the jewel thief you know, what what jewel <laughs> thief oh,
4: okay okay so I know that Liv at least, is in the uh, Robo box sets yes the yeah. robots box so sets that,
1: that's her that's her original timeline yeah she's um, a medic or med tech med tech yeah.
4: yeah okay oh yeah interesting way it goes uh, it's going to be tough to draw it out over four boxes I think which is going to be what 16 yeah stories and so it's
1: at the end
0: of it the TARDIS is sort of working yeah but clearly won't
4: or it would, wouldn't be called stranded anymore yeah.
0: unless they're going to be stranded on a different planet every box set
4: <laughs> but then too much is set up in this one for it to. to exactly go yeah, we've got that divine
0: it. intervention group the boy yeah. robin yeah well it's the,
4: the curator and and the, and
1: and so. the two uh a, lizard aliens oh with that was the, the last
0: um, the, with the time
1: yeah that was the last thing they said before they disappeared divine, divine intervention, intervention. Yeah.
0: yeah so it looks like what was it like helen said very much like a cult yeah.
2: Mm.
0: <laughs> and they're after clearly young, impressionable kids.
2: Yeah. Because right. yeah, you might get the TARDIS coming back to life, but there's a difference between it come back yeah. to laugh and be that do anything well it's the thing anywhere. at the moment it's a lot
0: smaller than it, you, you, it was which you can hear you can you can actually Listen, hear because yeah. it sounds oh, okay. like they've walked
1: into a cupboard or a closet yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay chaps and chapesses and others we'd like to know what your thought of Stranded One and if you haven't got it get it it's really really good <laughs> mm. <laughs> you two, can two write to us
2: doctors, two brilliant doctors yes. two doctors for work
0: can, can we have a commission from
1: Big Finish <laughs> you know it's a sponsor door.
0: you can write to us via show <laughs> at staggering story well done. <laughs> dot net <laughs> <laughs> you did <that> very well <laughs> right you've heard enough from us yeah we're going to hand you over to the wonder the magnificence the get sheer awesomeness.
2: get on with it
0: that is crumbly
5: in fact it's Crumbly's Corner. Hello, Crumbly here with another edition of Crumbly's Corner, where I can share my thoughts and views about various topics and not get talked over by fake Keith. The first pulse of call is Doctor Who, Stranded. This is a first of a multi-disc set by Big Finish, which sees Paul McGann's Doctor in a situation which has been touched on by John Pertwee's Doctor, namely the TARDIS completely out of commission and the Doctor adopting to life in one place and one time, namely Baker Street in present-day London. It's a situation that hasn't happened to this doctor, and it's hitting him badly. However, he and his uh, companions make do by amassing the money to buy a quantity of uh, apartments in a block. The occupants of those apartments then experience odd occurrences which may or may not be coincidental to the doctor's arrival. It's an unusual premise Doctor Who meets rising damp. But the doctor uh, does make a believable enough Rigsby, even though there is no Miss Jones for him to lust after no Richard Beckinsale type character and no young man who believes he is an African prince. It took a little while for me to get into these audio dramas but to get on to its stride by the second episode where the Doctor is spending too much time in Regent's Park Zoo. His situation can be summed up in the fact that the animals in the zoo are confined physically by their pens and enclosures but the Doctor's confinement is of a much more intangible nature. However, circumstances take a turn for the odd that shakes the Doctor out of his apathy, namely, spoiler music, spoiler music, sha a nosy talk agent observing the Doctor from afar, and who is the mysterious Mr. Bird, and why do two reptilian aliens from the far distant future want to kill him? All this and more will be answered in subsequent episodes. There is also an appearance from Tom Baker as the mysterious curator from the Undergallery. All the episodes can be listened to as standalone episodes. There were times when I felt all the episodes listened to uh, together felt a little bit disjointed and didn't flow into each other properly and left a few plot arcs hanging in midair. But I imagine this will be answered later. Moving on, we at Staggering Stories seem to be covering a lot of sci-fi with a rather dystopian feel at the moment and Logan's Run is no exception. I'm sure we are all familiar with the 1976 movie and the rather hokey uh, TV series that followed all about the Sandman Logan who has to go on the run with his female co-conspirator Jessica to escape the supposed rebirth ritual of Carousel, which everyone in the Dome City undergoes at the age of 30. The questions it asks and the themes in it were very much endemic in the 1970s, namely the hedonistic lifestyle, the accent on youth, casual sex and relationships, and also touching on the narcissism of the let's talk about me generation that was so prevalent in that decade. Additionally, there was the notion of the city's computer almost telling you what to believe and think, and the dubious morality of what was essentially state-sponsored execution were also prevalent throughout the film. I must say a few words about the TV series, redolent with camp acting and kitsch and an extremely annoying theme tune. It was basically Logan, Jessica and the android Rem trundling from adventure to venture in what to all intents and purposes was a futuristic Winnebago camper van. More cheesy than a dairy, but strangely watchable for a fourteen year old schoolboy like myself. Anyway, that's enough of my ramblings for now. Hopefully I'll be back in the studio for the next podcast. But until then, this is me Crumbly saying, Be seeing you. Well
0: thank you for that, Crumbly. Interesting. Interesting. Thank you. Yep, yep. That was wonderful. Yeah. yeah. It's a shame you can't be with us still. And love to love time. to yeah. fate Crumbly. Yep. Yep. Hope you're feeling good. Yes. Yep. Yes. Right, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Nearly a year. Nearly a year's worth. But fear not. (laughs) Next time we'll have more of the same. More news and reviews. More who old and new. More fun, frivolity and And jollity. So until that... S for stranded. Mere, S for stranded. Somnambulist
1: sycophantic
0: <laughs> streaking sloth-like sideways <laughs> comes staggering towards us. Ooh, in a slip slidey type way. This is me, fake Keith, saying farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. Bow <laughs> <laughs> Ball. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast series one, number three, four, six, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, and the Real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speakers and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Yeah. It behind you allow me to unclench my buttock if you need to we
2: can sorry. shut the windows
0: no birds no, are yes, birds sorry. are birds we had a drunk last night trying to be quiet did we oh i love yeah you you were spar- you were spark quiet. out they are so very very funny oh. temptation tried to sort of lean out the window and go, just just walk how you're gonna walk it would be quieter <laughs> i'm sorry oh. Did you see the Queen knighting Captain Oh, Tom? yes. That was so sweet. It's just the two of them in this garden at Windsor
2: Castle. It's the only and that one... was the longest sword I've ever seen her hold. Yes. Yeah. It's the only <laughs> one that she's actually come out for. Really? Oh, yeah.
1: Hey, okay.
2: yeah. yeah. All the other ones have been done. It's in the post. Ah. <laughs> ah. oh, oh, Ah. Oh, oh,
3: oh.
2: oh.
0: We turned into the Bee Gees. No. 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 no Stay no, alive. No. I was going to say, do we need to clap?
2: But of course we don't need to clap. (laughs) I was just thinking exactly the same thing. This podcast comes to you with added background noise in the form of the... Nature. Yeah, nature. I've I've got a couple of... Uh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) That is not natural. That's not not natural. (laughs) 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 Oh, that Yorkshire
0: pudding was just too... No, no, Staying the alone. power's come Staying off. <laughs> Would you like to use this one? Yes. We've got no battery. it just did the powering down thing. <laughs> yes,
2: I had it plugged in, but the plug-in socket fell out, so it powered the down. The plug-in in. socket fell out. Yeah. Literally, the, the, the charger fell, fell out. Plug-in <laughs> socket, I hate these plug-in sockets.
1: <laughs> is that a cockney thing? It is. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: that wasn't me. No, me i'd like to stress oh, that wasn't I me
0: slipped right down and my leg was bending the wrong way at the knee oh. boris essentially oh. said the line it will all be over by christmas yeah. <laughs> but why would you say that man
4: yeah. there's no historical uh presence of that phrase that at all, going wrong
0: think. is it
2: there's the mannequin and got me which I put oh, something yeah. on it, so it isn't standing there in its bra, which it normally does. <laughs> put a bra on it? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Coverage <its> Be- boobs. <laughs> well, because, well okay. because... It doesn't need to support, shall <laughs> it? No, but because when they make mannequins, they make all mannequins for a size C cup.
4: Oh, okay, so you have to... Which it basically means
2: is flat. So most ladies aren't flat, so the first thing you do is you get one of your old bras, you put it on and you pad it out to about your size. Mm. So that you then get the fall of... Unless you happen to be as flat as a pancake.
1: <laughs> well, I've learned something. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't know size C was flat.
2: So what's
4: it's A is, and B? Is it, it Well, I say C. It's,
2: it's not flat, but in comparison <laughs> yeah, yeah, to... Yeah, yeah. It could be smaller than that. But, yeah, they, um, all, all... You're, packs you're about are a C cup. <laughs> yeah. Three, four, six? Yep. yep. You have been listening to stagnant Stories... Ah, oh, sod it. <laughs> yes i say that frequently because <laughs> we should call this bubble staggering stories because we've bubbled <laughs> yeah maybe what? we're bubbling bubbling we're, we're bubbling Boop. bubbling Boop. away because <laughs> we're, we're bubbled
4: Bubbling, maybe
2: oh bubbles Boop. as in bubbled Boop. yes it's bubble Boop.